We made USAA insurance for veterans like James. When he found out how much USAA was helping members save, he said, It's time to switch. We'll help you find the right coverage at the right price. USAA. What you're made of, we're made for. Restrictions apply. Please stand clear of the doors. Hey guys, you know, on the monorail, I can't wait to check out the Jaws attraction over at Universal Studios. Wait a minute, what? Jaws is, the monorail doesn't go to Universal? April Fools. Welcome to episode 96 of the Diz His Podcast. I'm Skipper Joe. I'm Alex. I'm Jen. And today we will be giving the his on the Universal Studios Jaws ride. So today we also have a special guest. We have Shannon, who is our friend and um, Jen's sister-in-law. And she was actually a skipper on the Jaws attraction over at Universal Studios. How are you doing today, Shannon? Good. How are you? Doing good. And we are uh, kind of really looking forward to, you know, hearing about your experience being a skipper on the Jaws attraction. And, you know, I had the pleasure to actually be on, I, I was there the last day that you actually worked on the attraction because obviously the attraction's not there anymore, right? Gringotts is there. Is that correct? Yep. It's Gringotts. Yep. Yep. And so I was there the last day and it was a lot of fun. We're happy to have you on the show. Oh, thanks. Thanks for having me. And so how long did, did you work over at Universal Studios? 13 years. 13 years. And uh, so I'm guessing you probably worked on a bunch of different attractions there. And um, which one was your favorite? Jaws. Are you just saying that because we're doing Jaws today? No, I, uh, Jaws was so much fun. And like the people I worked with were so fun. And the script was fun. And like, it was the whole thing, the vibe, it was way more family oriented. Uh, like when you worked with people at the Jaws ride. Yeah. But I mean, it was also kind of cool to shoot at a fake shark several times a day. Uh-huh. <laughs> and, you know, I remember, I remember seeing your, like the last day you were there, or whatever. I remember usually it is a lot of fun, right? And usually I would say, you know, just getting into that part of you're shooting at a fake shark, it, just like over at Disney, right? The person, the cast member, you know, who is on the ride can really make or break the the experience, right? Yes, and, absolutely. And it all goes like, you know, I've been on Jaws before and there's been a sarc- sarcastic, you know, person controlling the boat and they're kind of like, oh, look, a shark, super funny, right? So it all, it, it's it's so cool because you get a different experience almost every single time. Because the person, time. yeah, because the person who is doing it, it makes it their own, right? Uh, yeah, and that's what makes that's what makes it the whole thing. I'm like depends on who you have, and sometimes I did it in different accents just just <laughs> to have more fun. Because sometimes you'd be on the boat for 45 minutes in a row, and yeah. you, you would have done like nine tours around. Uh-huh. So in order to break it up, you just do different things. Yeah, and it was just way more fun that way. Yeah. Okay. I'm so- I'm actually looking for Shannon's. She's on YouTube. Oh, yes. okay. Her brother took a video of me, and I believe it's the tour that uh, that Joe's on. Oh, oh, really? I'm so. I'm gonna I'm gonna post it. Ah, yes, Jaws: The Final Voyage with Skipper Shannon. I have lived some stuff in there about having my husband on board. Like I said, something like "Don't throw your husband overboard," and everybody was laughing because 
my husband mm-hmm. was on board. <laughs> yeah, that, was, that was a cool day. That's a long time ago, too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah I, just, ago. I just posted it. In right, the so, Discord. All my, you'll see that my uh, students are all commenting below it. <laughs> ah. <laughs> so, Jen, right? How many times would you say you've been on this ride? This is one of the rides that I, I distinctly remember from my childhood, um, you know, because that movie's kind of terrifying when you're little, especially when you're little and you're moving from Illinois to Florida <laughs> and, you know, you're moving to the beach. So you're kind of like, oh, geez. Um, so, yeah, this is it's it's one of my more distinct memories of Universal because we were an equal opportunity family growing up. You know, we had Disney, but we also had Universal passes. So, you know, we just kind of alternated. Sometimes we do one more than the other. Um, and this was definitely one of those rides that I felt like we hit frequently. So I couldn't even tell you how many times I hit it. Well, yeah, yeah. And of course, if you're living in Florida, I mean, you got Disney right there. And of course, you got to go to Universal also. Right. I mean, yeah, go there. Even if you're coming down from New Jersey, like I did it as a kid, we always went to Disney, but we had it in Universal every now and then, too. Yep. Okay. How about you, Alex? How many times would you say you've been on this ride? Uh, It's hard to say. Probably not as much as you guys. Maybe a handful, maybe three or four. Didn't go to Universal too much growing up. Um, I went on it once with my wife before I think I went on once before. Yeah, with my wife before it closed down, though. Because mm-hmm. I mean, my sister's like a huge Jaws fan. Huge, huge Jaws fan. She loves yeah. sharks. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> so, and of course, you know, I've been on it a bunch of times. Uh, I've been on it at Halloween Horror Nights. You know, like in the dark, it's a blast. What a! It's a. It, it was a great attraction. Obviously, I mean, I don't think they would ever bring this. There's no way that they'll ever no. bring this back. No right? way. Yeah. There's no, no way they'll ever bring this back. They can't. Yeah. Uh, but. Great, great ride. Uh, let's go ahead and give it a rating. You guys want to give it a rating? Yeah, let's do it. Okay. Shen. You first, Joe. No, you Joe, first? you first. Okay, I'm going I'm to give this ride, I'm going to give it an eight and a half. I think that would be a good, fair uh, rating for this ride. I mean, it's iconic. Jaws, Steven Spielberg. Uh, you, the, the theming is great when you're going around. I mean, you feel like you're in this village. Where are you supposed to be, like in Maine or something like that? You're in Amity. Yeah, Amity, whatever. You feel like you're in this, fi- like, you know, fictional village. It's super cool. So how about you, Alex? Um, I'd give it like a, I think I'd give it a seven and a half. Seven and a half. Okay. That's not too bad for you, yeah. Alex. <laughs> <laughs> uh, how about you, Jen? Um, I will definitely give it an eight. It was, you know, like not one of the rides that I would like run, run, run to, but definitely as far as like, you know positive or good memories of it yeah definitely well which one would you run to at universal at universal are you talking about like little jen as a kid oh this hard oh yeah whatever oh my gosh right now right now it was it was king kong Kong, really yeah it was king kong was the one that we would run to mine was back to the future that too that too which one shannon i got to work at king kong also oh really yep that's a cool ride too. That was a that was a really. I mean, even it's just it's so much fun to be in those movies. Those was iconic movies. Love tornado. Ooh, t- oh, that <laughs> one. That one messes you. Listen, the Midwesterner in me did not like that <laughs> at all. And even though it's so dumb, it's so because dumb. 
It, well, no, it's a good. Okay, first of all, that movie. I just made my kids sit oh, down. Oh, I love that movie. That, not that. Yes, and you know we're quoting it because we've seen it. My husband and I have seen it so many times, and he loves to quote Bill Paxton for some yeah, reason. Yeah, Bill Paxton at the beginning of that thing. He's like, hello. <laughs> oh, yeah, uh, the filming of Twister was the most intense experience <laughs> of my life. <laughs> my favorite part was the one the fake cow yes. flew by. Yes, that was my favorite part. <laughs> So how about I you, Shannon? Like once. Um, let's see. Um, gosh, I'm biased, so I guess I don't <laughs> want to give it a ten. Um, you give it because a 10. you know it's not, it wasn't the best ride there. And before I worked there, I wouldn't say that I also ran to it. Uh-huh. Uh huh. So I'd say I give it a solid, a solid eight. Okay, that's good. That's a good rating. What, what would you say was the best ride at Universal? Your opinion? Best ride that I worked at, or best ride? Like, best ride that you worked ride. at. Well, you, you oh. said the best ride you worked at yeah, Jaws, yeah, best right? Best ride I worked at was Jaws, for okay. sure. So best um, ride. Well, it depends. Universal's changed so much recently. Um, but before, I'm going to say before Harry Potter, my favorite ride to ride on actually was Men in Black. Um, okay. Ooh, that's a good one. That's, a good, that's ride. a good one. Because I learned like all the secrets. I um, At Universal, when you work on rides and you're not really supposed to work on that ride, you're called a rescue and I rescued at Men in Black multiple times and I got to work with the team members and they told me where the secrets were. So then I liked going on that ride and like beating everybody. And then they, <laughs> didn't know, they didn't know like how I was doing it. So I was like, oh, I don't know. I have no idea. So I really loved working on that ride. Cool. Awesome. But I love playing the game too. Um, I maxed out once. So that was uh, Men in Black. But yeah, that was my pride and joy. Well, you said before Univer- I mean, before Harry Potter. So now, obviously, Harry Potter is probably like the best rise there. Yeah, Gringotts is pretty great. I have, unfortunately, I haven't been back since Hagrid opened, but I heard Hagrid was pretty rad, too. Mm-hmm. But this is a movie set. And this is where Jaws turns an elemental fear of the water into screaming terror. Let's get to the his on the Jaws ride. Mayday! Mayday! Jaws is an amusement ride based on the hit movie series Jaws that was located at Universal Studios. It originally opened in 1990 at Universal Studios Florida and later at Universal Studios Japan in 2001. This thrilling ride put guests on a boat tour, which would have them come face-to-face with the killer shark. After years of maintenance issues, Universal Studios pulled the plug on Jaws, the ride, in 2012. So you think that's the reason, do you think that's the main reason why they pulled the plug on it? Or do you think they needed to have a spot for Green Gots? Um, Well, I can tell you, actually, because I also worked at guest services, uh, Universal had closed Jaws multiple times and only was operating it seasonally in um, the early part of my probably like in 2006, 2007 or something, Mm -hmm. because um, it's very expensive to run with the fire and the gas. But I do think that in the end, it got the ax because of Harry Potter. Mm -hmm. You got to think about it, right? The movie itself, uh, Steven Spielberg, the reason why the shark wasn't featured in it as much was because it was, you know, water and electricity and mechanics and all that. I mean, it doesn't really work. They they don't go together. Right. Right. Uh, So was the shark not working a lot? Um, At the end, there was one tour that I did that 
like only one shark popped out and you had to like make make up stuff to see you know to show people like oh i i shot it oh no and yeah. it didn't come up yeah. I, I think <laughs> I one of six came up at one point it was ridiculous yeah i think there's, there's like once or twice where i've actually was on it and it didn't come up at all sometimes mm-hmm. and they can't they the people you know they kind of made up whatever that's kind yeah, of cool left though, because you gotta think on your feet. You know yeah. what I mean? Like you've got to be prepared yeah. for that. What was, yeah, what was your go to? Well, it depended on what shark it was. Um, at the end, if the shark didn't come <laughs> up, that was all roasted and dead. Uh-huh. Yeah. I'd be like, "Oh man, I know I got it," because I would see it again or, or something like that. Or there was a bunch of angry bubbles. It'd be like, "Angry bubbles means dead shark," and, and like I would just come up with whatever I could on the spot. Sometimes it was just like on the fly because I wasn't expecting it not to come up. Right. Um, and then sometimes you would hear about it like in your headset. They'd be like, hey, this isn't working. Uh, okay. Or the fire isn't going to go on or whatever. So the, the, the headset was kind of fun. Or you would just hear random chatter in the headset for you don't even did, know. Did you ever have that one person about. that was just like, bleh, 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 like when you were kind of doing your job, trying to make you laugh? <laughs> like, oh, yes, Shannon, we, you smell a type of thing or something like that. Yeah. Did that happen? Yeah. That was- I, I had a tour group from Brazil, actually. Um, and oh, they your were, favorite. I, those are my favorite. Absolutely. hundred percent. Um, they were yelling in all these different languages and because, you know, they don't speak English apparently, but they do. And they, uh, they were yelling at me. And then at one point, one tried to like sneak his hand into the water. So I had to stop the boat because we can't, we can't do that. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Uh, we have to take actually a fun fact about that. We have to take water safety classes to work at the Jaws ride. So I had to uh, go to Wet Wild and I had to be trained on how to save people if they fell out of the boat. Um, I had to take a swimming test. Um, we had to learn how to use a shepherd's hook. So th- it's not just like you get trained and you go and you learn the script and you have fun. The Jaws ride, you had to take a whole water safety class. Interesting. Interesting. That's pretty cool. Universal Studios The Theme Park opened in 1964 in Hollywood, and with it, a studio tour. This tour took guests into working film studios and through various sets, with the sets coming alive, just like in the movies. The tour consisted of iconic Universal movie scenes, and with the big Spielberg release of Jaws in 1975, Universal designed an Amity Fishing Village set. Starting in 1976, guests could come face-to-face with the deadly shark as the tram gets tilted toward the water just as the shark pops out at the guests. In the 1980s, Universal decided they wanted to compete with Disney and followed their lead in designing a theme park based in Orlando, Florida. Universal originally wanted to be another backlot tour, like the studio tour they had at Universal Hollywood. But with Disney's successful MGM Studios, which featured a movie set ride, Universal decided to take their famous studio tour and give each set its standalone attraction. They wanted these rides bigger and better than their rivals' attractions. Peter Alexander, Universal Studios Orlando show designer and executive producer, envisioned a large water attraction, with Jaws being only a part of it. But his boss, Jay Stein, president of MCA Universal, instead insisted on basing a ride solely around the Jaws movie. Universal planning teamed up with MCA to design the Jaws ride. Ride and show engineering, who recently worked with Disney on their monorail system and designed the Jaws scene on the studio tour, also worked on the design as well as overseeing the construction. Universal even brought in Steven Spielberg to help with creative consultation. Steven Spielberg has a deal with, is it, he has to have like the biggest land somewhere, right? At Universal, is that correct? 
I mean, he has a mo the most of the rides, the majority of the rides, at least from the beginning of the opening of the park. Still has E.T. Yeah, yep, yep. Because I, I remember reading about like something. That's the reason why they had to split like Harry Potter Land into like two two parts. Yep. Is because uh, Steven Spielberg needed like he, in his contract, he he his attraction needed to have like the uh, his land needed to be the biggest or something like that. Really? Yeah, I think so. Huh. Hmm. Yeah, he was a big. He was a big part of Universal. Oh yeah, of course. I mean, he has a lot of their movies, right? He directed a lot of their movies. Mm -hmm. Produced yeah. produced a lot of their movies. Did you know? Did you know there was a uh, Jaws at Hollywood Universal? I didn't know anything about the. I don't know anything about Hollywood Universal. I know nothing about Studio Tour. So when I did the history, I was I didn't know that there was Studio Tour, and that's where the Jaws ride came from. Oh really? I just thought there was a Jaws ride at Universal Hollywood. I didn't know Universal Hollywood was different in the sense oh no it's, it's like a same. whole big studio tour that's one of those things every time we go to california we keep saying oh we really need to go there yeah. and we just haven't we it just time gets away from us and we we don't make it out i've never so. been on it either but um i've been on a facetime video with someone when they were on it so they could show me the jaws ride <laughs> oh yeah and it's it's well we would call him bruce the shark Bruce is there hanging like the one they have at Universal. Yeah. And the shirt would kind of come by and the, the music plays. But if you really want to ride it, like right now, you can go to Universal Japan. That's the only place you can get it. Mm -hmm. The one in Japan, though, is it the Studio Tour one or is it no. like the it's its main attraction? It's a replica of I'm ours. Sure it's a standalone, right? Yeah, it's a replica it's of ours. Yeah. Because if they have like all these miniature like versions of the ride in one ride, what else do they have there? They haven't got Harry Potter. They, and I think that's, that's part of it. That's why we haven't like made it a priority to go because it was a lot of stuff that we already had. Do they, they have, have stuff though? They have a lot more movie sets. Um, and they actually like Universal, like they have an upper floor and a lower floor, and you take this like long escalator to get down to the lower floor. Um, mm -hmm. but they have a lot. Yeah, Harry Potter just recently opened. They have some different rides over there too. Do they have Green Gots over there or just uh, Forbidden Journey? I think it's just Forbidden Journey. I'm not I'm not 100% sure, though. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's Forbidden Journey. It's pretty amazing technology, that ride, Forbidden Journey. Yeah, yeah, it's definitely, it was probably my favorite ride before uh, Pandora. Uh, Flight of Passage. Flight of Passage, great ride. Yeah, yeah, so, I mean. Oh, Lord, the... don't get him started on Flight of Passage. <laughs> all right, all right. Sorry about that. Jaws Please. The Jaws attraction cost $30 million, or about $53 million when adjusted for today, to create and build. The original version of the ride is different from the iconic version that most people know. The boats were designed much flimsier to give their guests a sense of danger. The sharks used originally weighed 3 tons and were 24 feet long. They moved through the water with the thrust equivalent of a Boeing 747 engine. The lagoon contained 2,000 miles of electric wire and 7,500 tons of steel. The sharks were controlled with a computer-guided hydraulic system. The two scenes that changed drastically from the original opening is a scene early in the ride where Bruce swims up and bites the boat, spinning it 180 degrees. The second was the finale of the ride, which involved the skipper blowing up the shark, similar to the movie. On June 7, 1990, Universal Studios opened, and along with Jaws the Ride. Unfortunately for Universal, the opening did not go so smoothly. Firstly, Steven Spielberg had issues cutting the banner to officially open the park, and then three big attractions, Jaws, Confrontation, and Earthquake, the big one all suffered from malfunctions due to an electrical error. Jaws was evacuated almost constantly. One ride, which was rumored to even have Steven Spielberg on board, stuck in the water before being evacuated. 
Later in the evening, a storm strolled in, shutting down the Jaws ride for the remainder of the day. Jaws, confrontation, and earthquake all experienced extensive and persistent breakdowns due to their elaborate special effects. Universal eventually was able to fix Kong and Earthquake, but Jaws had problems almost causing evacuations daily. Staff told guests the ride was in technical rehearsal, even famously resulting in a skipper having to tell guests imagine an explosion over there during the ride-through. Universal even started telling guests Jaws wasn't working when they arrived at the park to avoid later disappointment when it would typically shut down. That's true. I don't remember any of this, but and I'm I guarantee you that we were there opening time ish because my family was definitely theme park oriented growing up mm-hmm. and i remember the ride not working or being shut down but i don't it's not that i remember it extensively right uh, it's true it's 100 accurate we had a skipper when i worked there that had been there since opening day and they would talk about how crazy it was so let's talk about this here right the the uh, shark used originally weighed three tons and were 24 feet long. They moved through the water with the thrust equivalent to a Boeing 747 engine. That's crazy, isn't it? Yeah. That is crazy. It's a lot of power. It is a lot of power. Mm-hmm. And something else here I wanted to go ahead and talk about. Um, oh, this is one. Okay, Jen. I mean, not Jen. Shannon. Okay. Yeah. yeah. The ride is <laughs> shut down, right? They drained the water. Did you get to take a picture of you on top of the shark riding it? I wish. That would have been the coolest picture ever. <laughs> Did anyone else get to take a picture of riding it? No, like we were, we were like really closed off from when it was drained. Like we couldn't really do much. That would have been really cool though if it was. Did you see it? Did you see anything drained? Yeah, I've seen it drained. And what did it like? So he's like on a big pole, right? Pretty much. Yeah, basically on a big pole. Um, and it's just like the top part of the shark and it's really weird looking because it's just like they're they're like hanging out in a little it's almost like a tunnel yeah that it yeah. comes out of and it shoots out oh um, okay it's, yeah. I, I didn't really notice it was in a tunnel that's pretty cool because i was like you know eventually you get to a point where you've been on it so much you kind of you're trying to check things out you know so to always kind of look for it like in the water before it was like, coming out you know and uh if you really think about it i mean water tears thing it just tears things up right mm-hmm. so yeah. the amount of this to, to kind of keep it up and keep maintenance on it and the maintenance it's just crazy on it i mean it really and that's one of the reasons why they had so many issues with um twenty thousand leagues under the sea i believe oh, like yeah. the maintenance costs over at disney the reason i mean it was just so much money to keep the you know everything maintenance they were constantly doing maintenance on that ride on the boats on the sharks on and at one point one of the sharks had you know another piece of skin on it they were constantly doing fixes on that ride wait what another piece of skin yeah like you see that picture in the back of your your thing uh-huh. there, were, there was one part like i guess there was something that went wrong on the top of the shark's head and there was like another piece of skin out there <laughs> one day i came in and i was like Oh, like it shocked me. It kind of threw me off my script for a second. <laughs> it looked like it was wearing like like a hat or a toupee or something. <laughs> and uh, I had I had to be like, oh, oh, because I was so thrown <laughs> off by it. like you because you ride it so many times, like Joe was saying, and and you notice new things. 
And you're like, oh, it cleaned, they cleaned the algae out of his teeth today. That's so nice. <laughs> you guys don't have like a, you never had a huddle like before your shift. Like, by the way, we've had to put a flap of skin on Jaws or, you know, whatever. We He got uh, his teeth cleaned or, you know, like a huddle before you work at a restaurant. You know, you go over the specials, kind of like the same thing. I mean, we, we always had a huddle before, but I think. I think part of it was just like, let's just put them out there and see what happens. Um, you know, like sometimes at the sharks one work, they'd let us know. And that was the right thing to do. But, you know, <laughs> so let's say you were just fun. If you had to go into like go into work, right. And you're like, okay, I'm working Jaws today. And then it's not working. They just have you go somewhere else. Um, yes, but also they also had to have some people stand outside of the ride. So, um, to tell people that we were open. So some of us were still in our clothes, um, and our skipper clothes and standing outside the ride. And we would give what we call dry tours. So we would put a bench in front of the uh, ride and get a stuffed shark. And a couple of us would act it out and, uh, or it was, it was really fun. We call them dry tours or, uh, like jaws had the best music in the area, that yeah. whole area. Amity had the best music. So we would all just have a dance party out front. I mean, that's awesome. It was fun. That is, Pretty that cool. sounds like a lot of fun. I feel like I'd go and be like, Hey, can I get the dry tour today? Oh, we're not, we're not, <laughs> yeah, we're open today. No, I want the dry tour, please. People requested it. So it wasn't, it wasn't, um, unfounded that someone wouldn't ask for that. <laughs> Dane kind of brought this up in chat and I feel like they should just do the dry, dry tour now. Oh, geez. Just have an attraction for that. That would be, that would be fun. I mean, like imagine all of us by the jaws shark, um, you know, and all we're like, Hey, we're back (laughs) in our jean shorts and shirts. And then uh, Chris is asking a question in chat. (laughs) He's saying, he's asking, how did I don't even know what he's asking? Can you ask Shannon why it smelled like fish after Jaws was sniped? Um, I think it was pumped in. Um, so it was legit. So it wasn't him being crazy. <laughs> I always smelled it <laughs> Well, I like when I worked at the King Kong ride, there was, um, you know, the banana breath that would come out of there. Mm-hmm. You would go home and smell like that. Oh my gosh. <laughs> It'd be in your nostrils. And then when I worked at the ET ride, if you've ever been on it, you know, it has a unique smell and like yeah. I would come home and my hair would smell like it. And I think after a while, my husband found it comforting when I had the ET smell in my hair. It's called, almost like when you work at a barbecue place, you have like barbecue smell, but now you have like attraction smell. Yep. Yep. You they make a candle smell. based on uh, ET. That it would be an interesting candle. I think it would bring me, I think it would bring me maybe some anxiety, but also some, um, some memories. Jaws' main issues were from the animatronics in the water, much like the issues on the actual Jaws movie set. The opening bite scene was difficult on the machines, having the shark bite the watercraft with precision a hundred times a day, all while being in the water, caused a lot of maintenance issues. Another issue arising was the fact that designers used real shark teeth on the Bruce animatronic, which would sometimes actually damage the boat. A month after the park opened, Universal guest Anthony Solomon fell off the boat into the lagoon. His children and wife feared for his life, as he fell dangerously close to the shark's animatronics. His daughter yelled out, the shark is going to eat daddy, as the animatronic went moving towards the man. As the man was pulled back into the boat, he fell back into the water, and then was finally pulled into the boat. The other riders applauded, thinking it was part of the show. Anthony Solomon sued Universal for a million dollars, claiming negligence on the park, since the railing broke, causing him to fall into the water. After two years, Universal admitted defeat and closed down Jaws to undergo a major overhaul. 
Universal even filed a lawsuit against Ride and Show, claiming their poor designs for Jaws and Earthquake caused many of the maintenance issues. Ride and Show rebutted that Universal was unprepared to maintain the ride after the park was open. Ride and Show pointed out the same issue occurred on Confrontation, which was not designed by them. With the ride closed, Universal collaborated with Totally Fun Company, ITEC Entertainment, Inamin, and Oceaneering International to completely rebuild the ride from scratch. They installed a new ride system and special effects. The boat biting scene and shark being blown up scene were replaced with a gas dock explosion and electrocution scene. The electrocution scene was loosely based on Jaws 2. The burnt Bruce animatronic that floats up in the water and then back down was the best special effects art on the ride. How this guy almost fall in twice? Like he got pulled back in, almost fell in. It sounds like to no, me this guy's not very in. good balance. He did fall. He didn't almost. He did or he fall wanted in. to be that guy, you know, like he wanted to be the guy that decided to jump into the Jaws ride. I don't know. I'm sure there's a bunch of people where you had to say, hey, it's probably a good idea for you to sit down right now. Yeah, that's some mutant water right there. I would never want to be in that water because uh, I swear like bugs jumped in that water and they came out and they were like eight sizes bigger. Seriously, I. I, I don't know. I would never want to go in that water. But yes, multiple times we tell people to keep their hands in the boat. Yeah. The people put their hands outside you to stop the ride. And then that caused a bunch of backups. And yeah. The pr- and the reason why you probably had to stop the ride is because it's Anthony Sol- Solomon guy. That guy. Right. It's probably that guy who, you know, fell into the boat, into the lagoon, got back into the boat and then fell back in again. <laughs> Well, he didn't get back into the boat. He was getting on the boat, and then he they, he slipped and fell again. And that's when he bruised his leg. Oh, he bruised man. his leg. Oh, poor guy. And uh, um, <laughs> so the Intamin company, right? Not only do they make mm. cakes and stuff like that, they're also <laughs> making rides. But we also notice they also make rides for Disney also, right? They do. Yeah, because I remember hearing about them for for some of the other attractions that we've kind of been over. I feel like that's a missed opportunity to uh, sell Entman cakes then in the gift shops for those rides. I know. Or at I, least I, maybe have, you know, cakes inspired by that ride. Yeah. Yeah. And for sure, maybe have like, yeah. So they have like a Jaws like boat and a cake. Yeah. Kind of thing, right. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't, I'm down for that. I wouldn't mean not. I, I, huh? I said scented by mutant water. Mutant water. <laughs> Is that what you guys used to say? It's like mutant water. Yeah, we used to call it like we used to call it mutant water, like crazy stuff, because that water, uh-uh, I'm not touching it. Really? Mm-mm. Why? You'll find out later. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> With the new design complete, the new sharks were attached to 12-ton hydraulic lifts, lunging the shark through the water with the equivalent force to a 500-horsepower engine. Skippers were more an essential piece to the ride, now forced to undergo five days of training with an acting coach, signing off before being qualified to work the ride. New technology was used on the ride as well. DADS, or DADS, a program displaying a 3D virtual image, allowed operators to see what was happening on the ride, as well as being able to detect any technical issues with the sharks. The new improved Jaws ride cost Universal $40 million. The petroleum used for the boats and dock explosion cost them $2 million a year. Spring 1993, Jaws was reopened with the help of Roy Schneider, Lauren Gary, and Steven Spielberg. Once a year, Universal had to drain the lagoon of its 5 million gallons of water for maintenance and to dispose of pollutants caused by the ride itself. In 2001, Universal Studios Japan opened to public and debuted the replicated Jaws ride. Following the 2004 hurricane season, where Florida was bombarded with Charlie, Ivan, Francis, and Gene, Universal temporarily closed the ride from January to December 2005 due to the rise in gas prices. While the ride was closed, it received a refurbishment of the queue. The boats and sharks were repainted, and the fire effects were reduced. 
It was then opened seasonally, only operating on the busy days, until February 2007. The ride was also refurbished yearly from 2008 to 2011. In 2011, Universal decided the Jaws ride was costing too much money to keep operational and was publicly announced on December 2011 to be closed down by January 2012. On January 2nd, the last 48 riders went on an attraction for its final voyage. Unfortunately for those 48 wanting to see Bruce one last time, the end appearance of the shark did not happen due to a ride malfunction. You can still see the giant shark hanging by its tail, which stood in front of the ride all those years before, but now by Fisherman's Wharf Restaurant in the San Francisco area of the park. Could you imagine? Could you imagine waiting to go on Jaws one last time before they close and the shark doesn't even work? I was there. Oh my gosh. I I was going to ask if you were there. I was there. Well, they had a last guest tour, but then they also did a tour for for us, the team members. And we voted for who we wanted to do the tour and everything. But yeah, we were all laughing really who'd you, hard. Who'd you guys vote for? Um, well, it was our lead. His name was, his name's Mike Skipper, actually. Um, and so we all call him Skip and we had Skip do it. And Skip, you know, like was always the guy that was like, we're family, we're family. And so, yeah, we voted for him to do it. And, and, and it didn't work out, huh? Nope. <laughs> so but did it, you guys do a dry tour? Uh, we did not. Um, you know, like that would have been fun, but we all took a lot of pictures afterwards because it was all boarded up. By the time we got off, it was boarded up, and we were we were all like very sad about it. Yeah. How long did it take, like, for that thing? Like next more, like next day, it was probably out. It was probably like demolished. I think they were there right behind us, like ready to go. You know, take the <laughs> take the shovels and get it out of there. Yeah, they were like, probably... get out of here, first by. We used yeah. to make, um, I don't know if you guys ever heard, but there's a whole video about um, the last tour and also like Jaws joining the heaven of all the universal rides. There's a video on the, on YouTube about it. It's so fun. <laughs> I'd look that up. Yeah. And obviously I'm sure, you know, Jaws is out of there. They were probably just waiting to get Green Got started mm-hmm, uh, yeah. because I'm sure that it has made Universal definitely more profitable than the Jaws ride. Did you have to do the thing with the trainer? Yep, I did. That's cool. I had to do it at every ride. It was called a spieling attraction. Um, Jaws ride is called the spieling attraction. So it was King Kong when I worked there. So it was Earthquake. And you had to train. And you went, met this one woman. And she she had a sign off on you to make sure you were doing your tour well. That's that's interesting. I wonder yep. if they have to do that type of... Did, did, is that the only ride they did that for? Or are there other rides that you had to do that? No, I did it at, or I did it at King Kong and we had to also know like our motivation for why we're so scared to get away from this giant monkey. Um, and he's a gorilla. Uh, I'm sorry, whatever. Um, and then we had to, uh, like they liked me for King Kong cause I had my accent. Um, mm. so I was able to kind of, you know, make it more authentic for them. Uh, earthquake was the longest script. Um, earthquake could be about 18 minutes total with oh all. Gosh. Yeah. What? It was the longest that, they had a lot of audience interaction though. Earthquake, right? Earthquake had a lot of audience interaction. Um, we were actually a lot more, um, able to do ad libbing in, in, uh, earthquake because if the train broke down for some reason, um, there would be a clock up on the wall. And if the clock showed a certain time, that's how much time you had to waste before they could let the people onto the train. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. One of my times I was <laughs> the longest time I ever saw come up was 30 minutes. Oh my gosh. 
Wow. That's horrible. How do you even listen? Sometimes you, you know how you're stuck with people and some people are really good at ad-libbing and some people just are terrible. And then they end up with like the really awkward jokes and you don't want to be rude and you don't want to, and you're just like, <laughs> you know, kind of thing. And you're hoping maybe everyone will just shut up, but they don't. Yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, I've totally been there before. The only good thing about earthquake was that you had two other people with you in that section at the last of the ends because those were the other two people working like the dummy fall and the audience so you were able to be like all right guys here's uh here's uh joe and he's gonna give you some more information (laughs) (laughs) totally passed the buck (laughs) here he goes he's gonna talk to you about this and uh, like they actually they gave you a lot more stuff to talk about like they would give you scripts and scripts of like other things that you can talk about um so you had to memorize it and like so I learned all this weird stuff about movies so I sounded like really cool and I still sound really cool to my students when I can say things like hey they had all these um fake leaves on the Halloween movies and then they collected them all because they didn't have enough of a budget (laughs) yeah (laughs) quick fire quick facts let's go Inside the queue for Harry Potter and the Escape from Gringotts in Bill Weasley's office, a wood crate sits underneath the stairs on the right side of the office. That crate came from the Jaws ride. In the record store window, you can see Here's to Swimming with Bowlegged Women by the Quint Trio, which is reference to the Jaws character Quint and one of his famous lines. Inside a window display to the left of Florian Fortecue's, you'll find a shark jawbone hanging behind a display rack. There's also a shark jawbone inside Borgen and Burke's store around the upper sections of wiseacres. There are various kinds of telescopes and other things. Most of the telescopes are made of brass parts from the Jaws attraction. One telescope in particular features parts from a large brass ship's compass that was located in the former attraction's cube. The blacksmith shop features two interactive wand elements, but also some old props from the Jaws ride, including various chains and a rope ladder. Another interactive wand element that features a Jaws tribute is located in Nocturne Alley. These shrunken heads like to sing many songs, but one song in particular, Show Me the Way to Go Home, is one that Brody, Hooper, and Quint sing in the film. That's one of my favorite parts of the film. That excites me so much. I have to go back and do that now because I, oh God, we sing that all the time in this house. (laughs) You do. I I remember (laughs) you guys do. Yeah. Shannon, what part do you have from the ride? I have a buoy um, that is red, white, and blue because, you know, we're celebrating the 4th of July at the Jaws ride. Mm-hmm. Um, and, they, and they actually, they handed out, they had, they had um, like kind of like a lottery and um, they had numbers on things. And when they called your number, you got whatever they were giving out at the time. And I just happened to get one of the cooler things. So I have, I have a red, white, and blue buoy. I keep it in my classroom. Oh, cool. Um, I have. I have my um, lanyard. It says like closing skipper has my name on it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I still have, I still have a piece of my wardrobe. Oh, cool. And you have the shark too, right? In your backyard. I do. <laughs> I do. Yeah. A piece of it. You know, he just pops out with his fake. <laughs> yeah. Your uh, Halloween at your place is crazy. Absolutely. The I kids mean, come up to the door and the shark just pops out. I give a dry boat tour every, every time. <laughs> She's going to do it now. Oh, yeah. From 2012. Let's remember all the way back. I guarantee you it's on the internet somewhere. Do you oh, my know? Whole, yeah. 
Do you do you still remember like all the lines? Do I still remember all the lines? No. Um, I have to watch my tour to remember my tour. Um, I remember some parts of it, sure. Um, but I don't remember the whole tour. No. I had a whole script. It was it was a lot, it was like five pages. That's pretty cool. We hear Diz has loved this Jaws ride at Universal. It will always be known as one of the original classics that existed when Universal opened and will always live in our hearts whenever we visit Universal Studios. Soon, we are going to be celebrating our 100th episode, but we need the help of our listeners. If you have any favorite memories from a past show or have any questions for us, park or non-park related, just email us at dizhiz65 at gmail.com. That's D-I-Z-H-I-Z 65 at gmail.com. If you have a favorite moment from a show, just send us the episode it happened on and what occurred so we can find it and replay it for the show. Just email that information or question you have for us at dizhiz65 at gmail.com. Help us make our 100th episode special. Ever roll out of bed and feel like being a little bad? Three Cheeky Chicks Wax Company has you covered with their Villain Wax Melt line. The Sea Hag Melt will have you wanting to use that body language like Ursula with its bouquet of roses, lily, lilacs, and sweet violets with undernotes of musk. If you feel like you're going to have a meltdown like Hades, throw in the Wax Melt Ruler of the Underworld, which will fill your home with smells of lavender, rosemary, lemon verbena, cinnamon, coriander, leather, amber, and hints of smoke. Or, if you just feel like you are just the evilest one of all, get yourself the Mistress of Evil Melt. These Maleficent-inspired melts will release a woodsy scent with its crisp pine needles, white fir, clove, patchouli, oak, and sugar pine. No matter how you're feeling, make sure to visit MagicallyScented.com to purchase a wide range of wax melts, candles, and room sprays, all made by three cheeky chicks. There are plenty of holiday sales that will allow you to buy any smell that fits your attitude. That's three cheeky chicks at MagicallyScented.com. Memories. 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 Okay, now we do memories. So, uh, Alex, do you have any memories you want to share? Um, I have a memory from my wife I need to share. Because okay. I myself don't have any memories from the ride, but she has a pretty good memory that she wanted me to read for her. So, and... Uh, you wrote it down? I wrote... Yeah, no, I'm going to remember a whole entire memory she told me. Yeah, it's like a long memory? <laughs> yeah, it's pretty long. It's like 18 okay. paragraphs. In 2009, Christina, her coworker, and her friend Cody were working as a day camp counselors. The camp went to Universal Studios, and Christina and Cody went on Jaws, Christina's favorite ride and movie. They went on with some campers, and one of the campers didn't go on because he was afraid of the shark. When they had just gone on the part where the shark pops up in the bow house, the shark did not appear on the right side. When they got off, everyone wanted to ride again. They told the scared 12-year-old boy that if he went on the, and sat on the right side, the shark wouldn't pop up. Unfortunately, when they went on the tour, the shark did pop up, and he screamed and cried a little. When Christina tells me the story, she laughs, but she does ensure me that she did apologize. So and cons- the, the, the kid him. cried? Yeah, he, he screamed and cried, cried a little, yeah. Because he wasn't expecting. They told him the shark wasn't going to pop up, and then it did pop up, and it scared him. <laughs> but one time it's not broken. That sounds kind of messed <laughs> yeah. up, man. Yeah. It's like a messed up memory. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, how about you, Jen? I don't have any specific memories about the ride, like nothing, you know, funny or you know, weird or anything like that. I just remember, I distinctly remember seeing it's the burnt shark smell, right? That's what, that's what Chris is talking about I after. Think, or, yeah. 
that I just remember that more than anything with that ride was that. Mm-hmm. And just being a little kid and being afraid of it the first couple of times, you know? Yeah. 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 My memory is actually seeing Shannon in one of her last performances, you know, doing the skipper. Uh, I got to hang out with her friends, Sean and Michael uh, that day. That's my first time ever meeting them. We had a really good day hanging out, you know, and Jen's uh, brother, uh, Craig, you know, I got to hang out with him all day. So we just had a fun time hanging out, getting getting ready to kind of see Shannon in her one of her last performances as Skipper. And she did a great job. You can see the YouTube video. I have a post in Discord, but I'm going to post the YouTube video uh, on our uh, social media. So you guys can go ahead and check that out. I'll probably post it, I think, on Wednesday. So if you guys are listening here, I'm, I'm probably going to make, make that post tomorrow if you want to check her out on Jaws. So and how about you, Shannon? Do you have any memories that really stick out? Because I mean, obviously, probably done it like a million times. Do you have any memories that really was like uh, that was special to you or anything like that? I have a couple um, for you and I'll, I'll shorten them. So they're not ridiculous, but okay. um, I actually worked at the jaws ride the day Harry Potter and forbidden journey opened. Mm. Oh, I was one of the skippers that opened the ride. So we opened at universal. At, I think we were at eight, it was like eight 30 or nine. And you know, we were a ghost town at universal studios. Yeah. <laughs> um, but there was like an eight hour line to get into Harry Potter. So I was doing boat tours for like people, like one person. Oh my gosh. And then, oh my gosh. So you still had to put all the same energy into it. Yeah. Um, that you had, because you can't just give a poor tour because it's just one person. Um, and one guy came on like two or three times in a row. And I think he was expecting a new person each time but you stay on for a certain amount of time. And so he kept getting me. So we always had a nice fun laugh at the end because at the <laughs> end when we were getting off, I would ad lib a little bit. And of course, like that, the last time we, we all rode the rides together was pretty, was pretty memorable. We were all in tears at the end. And, mm-hmm. um, cause I remember getting told, we were told before everybody else that the ride was going to close. So we all had to choose like what other rides we wanted to go to. Um, but it was really sad and memorable because um, we really were like a family. And yeah, every single time I've heard you talk about, you know, you working at Jaws, you've always said how special it was and how, you know, I mean, uh, the people that worked with you, how special they were, too. They were. They were great. And when my students asked me my favorite job, I always tell them which Jaws mm-hmm. <laughs> because it was just so much, so much fun and dancing in the area and even when you didn't get to work at jaws for that day you always knew you were a jaws skipper and being a jaws skipper was always looked at like whoa you're a jaws skipper like mm-hmm. that's awesome like it's like you've arrived and when being mm-hmm. a jaws skipper so yeah. i have only fond memory of our ride cool any other memories like maybe the day like you know i was on it your husband was on it your brother was on it some of your best friends all in one boat that's not part of your memory. I mean, <laughs> having my husband on the ad libbing was pretty fun. Um, and you know, having you on a Joe was probably the best time of my life. Of course. <laughs> <laughs> <Bill> <laughs> yeah. And, uh, actually I gave a tour to the beach boys one time. Oh my oh, god! Get out of here. Really? Yeah. Is John Stamos a beach boy? He wasn't oh, there. God. That day, oh he God. This is a debate. Like once. Wasn't yes. he at one point? He's a guest drummer. He is a beach boy. 
I, I mean, sure, I guess. Um, we have this debate in our house. Oh, wasn't there that day though. Um, I was one boat off from like cast of Harry Potter. Oh it my really god! Oh, like so I was at unload, and they were getting on with a VIP tour, and I was ready to move forward. And there was a boat in front of me, and they got on that boat, and I was so upset because the boat behind it was uh, probably like a Brazilian tour group with highlighter orange clothes, and yeah. So. <laughs> Be sure to follow our social media, DizHiz65, on Twitter and Instagram. And relatively new, we have a Twitch stream account. Just go to twitch.tv, that's T-W-I-T-C-H TV, and search DizHiz. Be sure to follow us so you are notified when we start to stream. We sometimes put up spotlights in old episodes, but the best thing is Joe live streaming classic Disney games like Aladdin and Lion King. Sometimes our friend Remy from Remy's Roundtable will drop by to give us some Disney news. Just follow us and jump in when we are live. Joe loves to chat with fans, so start messaging away. You also never know who may stop by for a hang. That's Diz His on Twitch. Alex, what did you do in the world of Disney? I did not do too much at all, honestly. I uh, didn't. I we rewatched. Uh, what's that movie called with the jazz? Soul. Soul. We were watch, We rewatched Soul. Okay. Got a good hour and a half nap in there. Right Got now. caught up on Falcon Winter Soldier. Mm. Ooh, we'll talk about that? that in a second. Yeah, so it's good. So, so. overall, what do you think of it though? Because he he didn't kind of talk about the first episode. What do you think, Alex? I think it's really good. I like it a lot. I like the dynamic between the two guys. So I think it's good. Okay. And that's about it. Okay. How about you, Jen? What'd you do in the world of Disney? I um I'm getting ready to post it. Um, I ordered the oh. new um license plate that oh. we as Floridians oh. get to have. Yeah. Um, excuse me, how come I didn't get a text about this? Oh, it was all over the internet. You can still order it. I'm getting ready to it? post it. I thought there was a wait list. Is there a wait list? I thought there was a wait list. I need to get this license plate. No, um, I I have a specialty plate voucher receipt I got in the mail. Uh, well, what is it? We, I think we talked about it a couple weeks yeah. ago, didn't we? It's no, we talked about it with Remy. It has yeah, that capsule. Yeah. You haven't seen it, Joe? I'm remember. trying to, I just downloaded the picture. I don't know where it went. Excuse me, I need a text about this later. <laughs> All right, I just put it in, uh, I just put it in the, uh, oh, the Discord. Cool. So, That's um, cool. Is it is it hard to get? I don't think it is. I, you should be able to still get it. I got it through Orange County, Shan. Yeah, or, yeah. I need to get it. Um, so this is a voucher because they had to hit 300. Uh, it says um, 2,000 or 3,000 people ordering it, and then they would start production on it. So Well, they need 3,001 because I need it. Well, it's only $30, 33 to... I don't care. I have the manatee one I pay for right now. So Forget those manatees. <laughs> I, I know I need, but save them, but I need to save <laughs> Those dang sea cows. Um, so, and, and the license plate is cool because it's make a wish. Cause you know, you're oh. all Florida has all these crazy license plates that, mm-hmm. you know, they, everything supports everything. And they're kind of cool. Cause they're all the different specialty ones. And so you kind of have to think about 
you know, what you want to support. And so when the Disney one came out, it was like, oh gosh, so what is that supporting? But it's make a wish and that's great. Yeah. So, um, so yeah. So if you are a Floridian, you should be able to pre-order that. I'll have to find the link and send it to you, Shan. I saw it, but I thought it was on, I thought it was a wait list and I thought there weren't enough left or whatever. So like, I didn't think I was gonna be able to get one because your brother, my husband was like, Shannon, you need this plate. And I, I said, I know get it for me. If he was on the internet, he could have just done it. Men. <laughs> what? Sorry. So, uh, so did that. And then of course, Falcon winter soldier, which I've got, I've got opinions about that. Oh, so no. yeah. Yeah. Let's talk about you. it. Oh, you didn't watch any of them. Oh, then I can't. Oh, no, 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 no. You're fine. You're fine. You're fine. Um, I teach seventh grade, so they ruin everything. Um, you're fine. Uh, but I will tell you that I did finish WandaVision. So I was very oh. excited about that. What'd you think of WandaVision? Aww. I loved WandaVision. I actually have a much more appreciative feeling for their relationship mm-hmm. and um for the Scarlet Witch. And I loved Catherine Hahn in that role um, oh, yes. of Agatha. Uh she was yeah. so good. Yeah, she I, was. I love seeing her as a bad uh, person but also like funny in that way i yeah. really love that show that was great and it started me on my i'm gonna watch all the 22 marvel movies because i haven't seen all of them but i started watching re-watching some and got craig to watch some of them too cool that's awesome mm-hmm. uh so can we talk about you cool if we talk about falcon and winter soldier here for a second are we can we talk about what i did in the world of disney this week what would you do did you do something good well i um I wore uh, Disney shoes to school today. What kind of Disney shoes? I have, uh, well, I have like four pairs of Disney Vans. Okay. And um, these ones have Mickey Mouse on them and they're gray and it's pie-eye Mickey. And a bunch of my, a bunch of my students were like, hey, those are cool shoes. And then this one student was like, Miss Tuttle, that's so lame. All you wear is Disney stuff because this is what I wore to school today. Like my spirit jersey, right? They're like, why do you only wear Disney stuff? I was like, because I love Disney. So what? and the, all the other kids defended me so it was really fun um, <laughs> like I even have my Disney Minnie Mouse earrings in and they're like you love Disney I was like duh yeah I mean I don't think I think that's pretty I because I have Disney stuff up in my classroom I wear Disney stuff all the time I'm just excited that it was like cool enough to wear a spirit jersey today oh so, yeah. well, well why oh yeah it is kind of cool outside today did you do anything else um, I did a lot of Disney stuff, but, um, you know, I, I always, I'm obsessed with Disney. Uh, so I eat, sleep and breathe it, but I did watch, um, Avengers, the original Avengers, um, last night. And I, I read this whole article about it because I like to research movies and the shawarma scene at the end. Um, I love that scene, especially because now I know that Captain America was like trying to hide a mustache or something that uh-huh. he and so, so i just kept watching it you know like you try to focus in on different things every time you watch it and yeah that's the one thing i focused on to make sure and then chris hemsworth hair looked just like really fake that time because apparently they did that really late so i like to learn the history of that after i watched it that's cool <laughs> okay so you're you guys ready to talk about cap and uh and winter falcon the winter soldier yeah sure Okay, yeah. Jen, what, what's weird about it? It's not weird. I'm pissed. Oh, I'm just pissed. Because, listen, the new, uh, the new Captain America, which is not his name, but whatever. Yeah. He's like a little bit of a D-bag. 
I'm right. just going to say. Yeah, yeah. I don't think he's that bad. Oh, mm. nope. He is. He's a jerk. The, and the, the poor guy, listen, the, the Marvel fan base is crazy because yeah. apparently no this guy's like getting death threats, like the actor, <laughs> to the point where I've seen TikToks where people are like, you need to separate the character from the actor because he's Russell Crowe's. He's Ru- or not. I'm sorry. No, Russell, Kurt Russell. Russell. Kurt, no, Kurt Russell. Kurt Russell. He's, yeah. he's Kurt Russell's son. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So um, that's Goldie Hawn's son, too. Don't mess with that kid. Yes. So, um, but yeah, so his character, I don't like him. Uh, I definitely don't like his little sidekick. I have issues. <laughs> I'm yelling at the TV. I'm like, how dare you even try to take place, you know, of my cap. You know, it's like that whole, not my president, not my Captain America. That's how I feel about that. They're just trying to be, listen, they need to work together. Okay. They do need they to work no, together. Stop trying to be Bucky's friend. Bucky's not your friend. <laughs> listen, man. <laughs> Listen, he he was all right until the very end yes, of the episode. Exactly. He was like, "Hey, but guess what, man? They, they said no. they were trying, huh? They said no. No, he said stop the car. No, no, I'm talking about the very end of the the episode. Remember, right. he said something like, "Just don't get in my way." Yeah, yeah. But guess what, man? That was after so many times that Bucky and um, Falcon. What's his huh? Falcon. Falcon. Yeah, they, they I mean they were trying to go ahead and reach out to him. Hey, let's work together. Let's work together. Bucky Falcon were like, nah, nah, we don't want to go ahead and work together. We're babies, whatever. And uh, <laughs> and come on, man. Like we all know. First off, it wasn't their fault. It's not their fault. That I mean, it was what's your, what's his name? What's his what's his name? Um, Falcon. I don't know his in name. In real life, Anthony Mackie. No, 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 not in real life. Like his character name. I have no idea. Well, Falcon Sam, gave away. Right, Sam. Oh, look at this. Sam, she even see it. How did you not know that, Jen? I I was I've seen the other movies. Yeah, well, Sam, he gave away the shield. Yeah, yeah. No, he no, he no, donated he, it. He he donated it so that people could come and observe it. <laughs> they not gave it away. For somebody else to to wield it that's crap so jen basically you're saying this is knockoff captain america this is great value captain america it's bobo captain america it's dollar general captain america it yeah. is it's like it's like doctor it's like dr thunder instead of dr hey, dr thunder's good dr thunder's know. disgusting what's in, chris will probably know this what's the name of that one like bobo ebay wish is it called wish <laughs> <laughs> That's like wish cap. I've seen memes on that. AliExpress, right? Yes. But in this first episode, you know, it was good. The second one's definitely a lot better. Yeah. The interactions between Sam and uh, Winter Soldier, right? Yeah. Uh, Bucky. The interactions were definitely better in this one. Perfect. Yeah, I like it. They so were so good. good. So like, good. That that scene when they're sitting there, you know, and they're they're like in their therapy session, and they're like scooting closer to each other. <laughs> like I don't even know how they didn't start this busting out laughing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Right, because that part was so funny. I'm favorite, sure there's there's hilarious outtakes. My oh, favorite sure. line so far is when he's trying to get to the bank, and the bank's like, "You have no income for the last five years." He's like, "Cause I I was disappeared for five years. How do I have income? <laughs> I was just, I disappeared." Well, uh, what's the big three? I think the big three is funny. Aliens. Yeah, aliens, wizards, <laughs> wizards, and and uh, oh, cyborgs man. or something like that. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, and I like how they were like. Doctor Strange is a wizard, or whatever. He's like, he's not a wizard, or whatever. He's a sorcerer. He's a sorcerer. And like, isn't that the same thing? Just no hat. A wizard without a hat. <laughs> yeah, that was that was so funny when they're sitting there talking about that. Uh, but I think that, I mean, it's definitely getting it, 
it's just like WandaVision. When the first episode of WandaVision came out, everyone was like, oh, they weren't sure about it, you know? But remember, the one, like Jen mentioned this, that the WandaVision, it came out, the first two episodes came out. So you got to see the first episode and the second episode. I feel like if they would have done that, I feel like that's a pretty good strategy because the first episode is only going to be so good, right? It's really when you start getting into, like the first episode kind of sets up everything. The second episode is when things start getting a little bit more interesting. I feel like they should do that for like every TV series, right? I like this first episode. It wasn't as good as the second one. I did watch them back to back, but I mean, not back to back, but I did like the first episode. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, you also, people are acting like this is like a big surprise. Like the whole story is in the comic books. You know, the Bobo Cap, he's in the comic books. Uh, Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, it's kind of. Yeah, but the majority of people who like Marvel don't read, didn't read the comic books. No. Yeah, you're right. You're 100% right. I didn't. Neither did I. Craig apparently fills me in on things and I'm like, did you really read the comics? Should I ask your sister? Come on. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, so, you know, I didn't really do too much. Watch, of course, uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier. Uh, we did our Tuesday stream with Remy. That was a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we are going to be doing a Dane giveaway this week. So Dane, he is he has given us or donated uh, three Mickeys, a Sorcerer Mickey, a Steamboat Willie Mickey, and a Pie Eye Mickey. So we are actually going to be giving away those three Mickeys next episode. Uh, So if you're listening and you are interested in possibly winning those Mickeys, just join in our Patreon, right? Just go to patreon.com, search DizHis65, and you can get in on that giveaway. And uh, that's pretty much it. I don't have anything else. Hey, Shannon. So I just wanted to say thank you for joining us. Uh, It was a lot of fun. And uh, is there anything uh, that you want to add before we uh, log off here? Thanks for having me, Joe. I appreciate it. And I've wanted to be on your show for quite some time. And I'm glad I was I was able to talk about and educate the world about the Jaws ride. Yeah, it's perfect. Yeah. yeah, awesome. Thank you again. Thank you. So that's the his on the Jaws attraction. I'm Joe. I'm Alex. I'm Jen. I'm Shannon. Thanks for listening and have a magical week. Please follow us on all social media by searching DizHiz65. Share us and subscribe to our podcast to get the latest show when it is available. If you want to help us out, get tips, get your memories shared on the podcast, see pictures and videos of what we are up to at the parks, join our goof troop on Patreon.com and search for DizHiz. Ya no, porque Boost Mobile te da gratis un Samsung Galaxy A23 5G cuando te cambias y con el poder de las redes 5G más grandes del país. No más drama. ¿Qué será de mí? Cámbiate a Boost y llévate un Samsung Galaxy A23 5G gratis. Oferta por tiempo limitado, solo nuevos clientes disponible en ciertas redes. El servicio 5G no está disponible en todas partes. Un dispositivo por línea excluye impuestos, aplican restricciones adicionales. Visita una tienda para detalles.